What up, gang? We are back once again. Once of course we are here, Height Drop Podcast. I hope you guys are having a good one. Thank you guys for joining me. Can't say it often enough. I love you guys for joining me every week or even sometimes, whatever the fuck. Um, we got a good one for you. We got Dante Grazioli here on the podcast today. And uh, let's go ahead and just vibe out real quick some of that deep playa house that we reminisce from, from the burn. So quick intro for you boys and girls, because it's actually kind of a longer episode. Me and Dante just got caught up in it. Started going deep, balls deep on some parkour talk. Um, for all the parkour fans out there, this is kind of a parkour heavy discussion. We start out with some goofy, <laughs> some just goofy shit, which, you know, I love. Um, so that's going to be in there, of course. Um, so if you can get past that, then you, you might enjoy some parkour talk. And uh, just a quick housekeeping note here some housekeeping notes for you guys first of all i just want to shout out the patreon patreon patrons patrons <laughs> patreon patrons um for giving us a little more access to video uh production we got a nice tripod mount that i'm looking at right now uh thanks to you guys and you know it's made the production for video just a little bit that just that much easier and uh, again we're taking this podcast on the road so um, it's going to be really nice to use that in uh, upcoming trips and then, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to shout out, shout out Owl's Gang as well real quick. We never really got to, got around to it. I kept, you know, I had all these notes written down, which I don't usually do. Um, and I don't know if I'll continue doing that, but, you know, it's sometimes I'd like to, to write things down that I might want to talk about. But, you know, what I find is that sometimes the, the stuff that's worth talking about usually just surfaces to the top anyways. Maybe just the act of writing it down is all you need. Um, but much love to, to the crew all you guys for joining me, Dante for coming on the episode. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Lots of fun stuff in here. I just wanted to shout out, you know, Owls Gang real quick. Uh, their video, which I'll put in the description for you guys, is just one of the hypest videos in the year. And we'll having, I never got around to talking to talking to Dante about it, but they they deserves a watch if you haven't seen it yet. Just some sandy stuff. And if we're having a height drop, a podcast called Fucking Height Drop. The amount of height that was dropped in this video is uh, just worth mentioning. If not, an, if not an award, if there was a height drop award, it might have to go out to the Owls Gang Parliament real quick. Um, and maybe we'll have to start that award and give it to those guys unless somebody sends a little bit higher drops this year. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for joining me once again. Much love to the to everybody. I can't I, I can't say it enough. Like I I threw it back to the Playa House because you know that that deep Playa House, you don't unless you've been out there. But I'm missing it a little bit, guys. Like I I was super energized from the trip, and now I finally experienced like my all right. Whew, I'll get that acclimation now that people are talking about a little bit more. Um, it takes a while for it to set in for me, but just wanted to shout out the crew, the Mount Mayhem crew again. Much love for those guys. Uh, I'm excited to to hang out and see some of them again. 
So yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, also, World Chase Tag. I go bad on World Chase Tag in this episode a little bit, but it's just in good fun and in love. So hopefully you guys know that. Um, but yeah, we talk about some World Chase Tag, the the new up and coming event that is uh, just is hosting and, and being produced and run by a bunch of dope parkour athletes. So much love to you guys um, and all of you guys for listening. Here we go. Dante Grazioli, episode 36, coming at you. See you guys soon. Peace. Except I never actually use this, but I'll fucking always do it. That was fucking shit. That's what I'm talking about. That was a good clap. That was a solid clap. It usually takes me one or two tries to get a good clap. Never more than that. Never more. If it takes you three tries to clap your hands, get your fucking clapping together. I wonder how much is genetically involved in a clap. Shape of the hand. Length well, of the fingers, like length of the palm. Knowing how to clap. Oh, just genetically? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, isn't it like a learned skill? Who taught you to clap? Um, <laughs> I think I taught myself how to clap. Well, there you go. But that came from somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it has to do with like your auditory like attunement. Like people that have like perfect pitch and shit, they just know what a good sound of clap sounds like <laughs> maybe hey you never thought about clapping before but fucking you just did on height drop baby and it's episode 36 thanks for joining me dante grazioli hey veteran guest hey 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 yeah man i don't know i guess uh, if you have thoughts on clapping just let us know what's going on out there i think that it's just a it's, fucking it's still an like any other topic i guess it's like percussion it's like a percussive instrument, the clap. Yeah, so it's like, since we invented music, we've been clapping. Or discovered music. Maybe. Maybe the clap was like a signal at first. Maybe it was well, like I mean, Morse it could code. Be, I mean, if you make a loud noise, it could scare, you know, other animals away. You know? Really percussive noise. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I really want to learn about the history of the clap now. The clap, dude. You know <laughs> the, the clap. clap? That's also gonorrhea. If you guys don't know, fucking, if you're not from this nation, the clap is a <laughs> euphemism for the STD, gonorrhea. It's true. In which your dick goes. <laughs> I actually don't know what gonorrhea does. I, I think it makes your dick educated. like weepy and drippy, right? Ew. I'm Why are we sure. talking about this? Because, dude, this is the podcast, baby. I'm, I'm not, coming out with I'm the fire, not, dude. I'm not well educated on that. I'm not either. Thank God. But I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure, like, pus oozes from your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Um, so, sorry if you guys are listening to this in uh, the morning or eating or whatever. Just ruined your day. The clap. Shout out the clap for being one of the grossest sounding STDs. Gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i think we can most we i think know that why. one's curable though i think that one's it is, actually yeah. like penicillin no, you're good pretty much yeah almost i think it's like an clap. infection or i don't know I don't yeah know. it's sti not std maybe I mean, or it's a difference i think we call them all stis, They're all STIs now yeah. Yeah. like that's the right. pc thing i don't know if there's a new pc disease thing oh god damn it since then but yeah it went from diseases to infections I don't, i'm not sure what it is now but yeah <laughs> it's it definitely is more i think it's more of an infection than a disease even though it, it certainly sounds, sounds like one. It sounds like diarrhea almost. Diarrhea. I guess, yeah. Not a good place things, to start. Not a good place. Not for naming. No. 
Chlamydia sounds like nicer. It almost sounds like. Wait, that's the clap. No, chlamydia is gonor- gonorrhea are two different things, I think. Yeah, but I thought the clap was chlamydia. No, the clap's gonorrhea. I know way too much about this shit. Hey, you got to stay educated out there. Otherwise, you're going to get these motherfucking well, one infections. one of us isn't educated because one of us, I mean... Uh, you might have it right now, dude. I, I don't, For all yeah. you know, you're clapping it I'm up. I'm clapping out of my mind. <laughs> Cla- you're clapping. Eric clapping yeah, I can hear right your now. fucking dick clap from here, dude. Eric you guys clapping, can't hear dude. it because the mics aren't... Put that mic up on your crotch and we'll hear a little faint. That was not faint. Yeah, that was some loud clappage. Sorry. Um, sorry if you have the clap out there and you're struggling with it, but at least you you have the, the at least it version. might be curable. Yeah, I think chlamydia is also be the same. Practice safe sex. <clears throat> yeah, practice safe. I mean, <laughs> sex. <laughs> I can't really. That's like the ye who has whatever the fucking <laughs> the cleanest soul cannot stone. cast the first stone. <laughs> it now thank God I don't have any of these diseases and I've been tested. 100% clean my whole life. However, that is again, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be disparaging my own name too hard here, but I've made some risque moves in my life. I think you're uh you're a risky man sometimes. Uh maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you got to roll the it dice. It pays off. Fortune favors the bold. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm such a terrible role model. Definitely do not listen to this. Fortune favors the bold (laughs) Douglas. Unsafe sex, dude. Don't be unsafe. I'm actually. You should go to classrooms and. I think I woke. (laughs) Yeah, just tour around elementary and like middle schools. Listen, guys. Listen, guys. First thing off the bat, gonorrhea. Watch out. (laughs) You're gonna get some gonorrhea. You're gonna get some clap. You're gonna get the chlamydia, whatever. Just get the ones you can cure. Just get the ones you can cure. Stay away from the hefty ones, the ones that stick with you. Yeah, that's that'll. That's rough. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. I'm. I'm really not. But just you know, condoms, man. Nobody really likes them. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully they're they're good. They're a great invention. As technology gets better, birth control gets better. So there's hopefully well, there's be to... more easier forms of birth control yeah, uh, later yeah. in the future. We'll see. There's a lot of people thinking that like I mean some people are. It's kind of coming back around where this, you know, it feels like the same shit just comes up generation after generation after generation. You know, just yeah. like in different I mean, ways to a degree. Yeah. <laughs> and so like we're now like revisiting <laughs> history. You know, definitely I've heard repeats birth itself. Control now is like it's. <clears throat> this makes sense because we're returning to like our. You know, we have the paleo movement mm-hmm. for food and we got like fucking just working out like parkour is even like a, an ode to like, all right, we have let's a lot stop of weird cults, weird cults. But I mean, just like there's a general movement to be like, let's be more in harmony with our our bodies as like biological entities. Yeah. No, maybe from Boulder. It's kind of like both directions. But like at, from a whole world perspective, I wouldn't say so. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess like this is kind of the tip of the spear as far as people giving a shit about their fitness. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm I just... feel like by the time people start realizing how bad it is, it's already so late, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's already pretty late when it comes to like how bad, especially Americans are with health. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we are some of the worst. Like it's embarrassing, but we get like both sides. I think that's the beauty of America is we have the polarity literally like well yeah i mean but one thing lo- that a lot of other, i mean it's 
it is a sign of health in a way that Americans can be fat like mm-hmm. they are because a lot of people just don't have that option. Yeah, you can never... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this Waterloo sparkling water has got me off my uh, my Belch game again. Yeah, well, um, yeah, you can never... Wait, wait, what did you just say? I just lost my shit. Don't ask me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ah, uh, god damn it! I don't even remember what we were talking about exactly. The uh, the polarity, I guess, is what I was fat saying. Fat people, fat people. Oh yeah, you can't get to being fat if you're not. You don't have the option. If you're in not a lot like of countries, if it's good, not as developed, if you you know, it, I mean, in a lot of countries, getting a car isn't much of an option or as much of an option. So it's like you get cut down in a lot of opportunities right there. Yeah. And if you have to spend a lot of time trying to get food and water every day, then uh, you don't have that much time to be fat. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Yeah. You're walking back and forth from the well, man. You're yeah. burning calories nonstop. And uh, I mean, <laughs> there's probably not <laughs> much air conditioning. That? Fuck, dude. I don't know. I was going to say something probably too sensitive. <laughs> but you know what? You At least you're fit out there sometimes in the... That's why they report no, yeah, higher levels of that, happiness. No, yeah, you know, that's American happiness is, yeah, is no, dropping. Fitness is you know? still great. Life expectancy dropped, I think, for the first time this year really? in a long time. I think I heard that somewhere. could be wrong. might want to fact check me on that. But um, yeah, Americans, we finally hit that, that, that point where like, all right, technology's pulling us this direction. It's oh, made yeah. us healthier. But it's kind of like now it's finally gotten so far that it's pulling. And that's why I was talking about maybe we're trying to reach back a little bit and be like, all right, hold on a second. We're kind of killing ourselves. And birth control is one of those things where, like, you're fucking up your hormones most likely if you're taking a birth control as a woman. I like, mean, there's so many different kinds. There's so many different so ways, many to, different do ways to do it. And obviously, it's like for some people, it's just not going to work. Just like normal condoms don't work for some people that are like allergic to latex. Yeah, of course. I'm just saying, like, there's even a full movement about, well, I don't know. This is, this is something I definitely don't agree with. But like, there's people that would argue like birth control is. It birth control itself has like is a volatile technology that has like warped the way that humans. I mean, I guess it's that humans have evolved. You know, it's like fucking changed a lot of like dynamics within relationships and yeah. But what changed the game? What big invention doesn't like? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm just saying. Here's the, also the thing though is, in terms of being fat or being like just out of whack. You know, mm-hmm. I think. <clears throat> like I wouldn't expect like I don't like condoms but I don't expect a girl to like her or like to like her version of birth control as well yeah so you gotta make a compromise there I guess oh of course and uh yeah no one's like that's the thing but about I'm just saying sex. like no one said it's fun or nobody cool likes or interesting it. or great <laughs> but like some things just aren't they're just like it's like hey don't be a dumbass like do this right do this smart you know, and uh, or don't, or and then don't, and you'll see what happens. <laughs> it's like you're gonna have to live with it, so you're gonna like try and make it sound as great as it is, or whatever. And like, but like, that's a uh, that's a you don't want to have a kid at our age unless like you're in some extraordinary circumstances. Raising a kid in the age Ooh. that we live in now, with the, like that kid's gonna have an iPhone so fast. Or all his friends will. He better pay for that's it. That's gonna be a I weird. I can't pay for an iPhone uh, That's gonna for be a kid. weird, weird world to wait, raise a kid in, dude. Can't yeah. imagine. 
dude i mean i don't know it's, it feels like it always feels like it's different i feel like we're like yeah man this is the generation we're really facing it it's man be weird to you raise know, a kid in a world with cd players yeah it's just come on dude i you guess listen like, to eminem at any moment I, everyone always overestimates the future i feel like we're always kind of like make it well we always have Maybe yeah. we won't. Maybe this is it. This is we'll it. Fucking, that's a, but I feel like that's like the con- human condition is like for us to always kind of think, yeah, this is it, man. We're all going to this be the last well, one. Apocalypse well, by the time well, I'm well, dead. It, I can feel well, it yeah, coming. It's hard to not look around at all the extraordinary circumstances of everything all the time. And like if you actually think about it, it's ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm. and then to be like, OK, so like by sheer number of odds here I am. And like, even a hundred years ago, even a hundred years before a hundred years ago, it's like the further you go back, <laughs> it's like, like we already live better than any king before, you know? Suck it, Henry VIII. Everybody gets to be a king, right? So it's like, it's crazy to think like, yeah, we're really, really, really lucky to be where we are right now. But it's like, if uh, civilization doesn't destroy itself, then yeah, like you'd be a lot luckier to be born maybe in 500 years. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm going to be freezing myself. That's why we're recording this podcast, because they'll be able to clone me. And my, this this podcast serves as a, a capsule for my consciousness. Of course. And it'll be, they'll be able to, there'll be a computer algorithm that'll read and like, you know, all the language, take all the video footage. And I'll just, even after I'm dead, I'll just like reanimate all of a sudden. Oh, that's like, how, that, see, I was going to ask about that part, you know, and you had it covered with, the, you'll just reanimate all of a sudden. I mean, in my head, I don't know what's going on, but like, I just pop on again. I'm online. Doosh, and Have I've you got seen this that Johnny Depp Android movie? body. What? What's the Johnny Depp movie that's kind of like that? He like dies and then he has his own computer consciousness. It's awful. Uh, it's <laughs> awful. I Don't love sci-fi movies it. like that, but that one sounds. It, I mean, see the I premise. I'm like, all right, yeah. all right, Johnny uh, Depp. I can't remember what it's called, but sorry, Johnny Depp really fell off, didn't he? Uh, I, I never liked him that much. Like, can you really say many movies you like him in other than like Pirates of the Caribbean or something? Edward Scissorhands, bro. I've actually never seen it. Edward Scissorhands is a masterpiece. And in the new Willie, the new the remas the remake of Willy Wonka, I dude, was like blow. Nah. Come on, man, blow. I haven't seen that either. You never seen Blow? Dude, I haven't seen a Dude, lot of movies. Dude, you missed some Johnny Depp fucking epics. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why. You got to see I, Blow and you got to see Edward Scissorhands. Beyond that, I don't, I don't yeah, maybe like fucking take or leave Johnny Depp. Yeah, I but mean, I, I'm saw, just, I saw that one movie. It was bad. I saw the Willy Chocolate. Wonka remake. It was, Chocolate. you know, it left th- things to be desired, even, even though I was young when I saw it. <laughs> and Wait, uh, which remake? He, he was Willy Wonka. Oh, oh yeah! Give me a fucking break. Yeah, that- I like Pirates of the Caribbean, but I didn't watch like all seventeen of them. No, nor, nor did I. He became that person. That's well, what happened to him. He, he became so, Jack Sparrow, dude. And then they typecasted him as the weird guy. And he not even typecast. The funny thing in is, his he's own the, life, it, he became well, like he started wearing makeup. I feel like he. I mean, might, I guess maybe he was like that all along. I think, yeah, it, yeah. It he just finally him got to, to be more comfortable with doing it. I mean, but who knows? I guess I mean I'm talking shit, but Johnny Depp had an extremely awesome. I mean, who knows? He's probably still he's probably in the woodwork right You'll now. Have to have cooking him on. up something dope. I'll have him on one You'll day. You'll have to have him on when when High Trop meets Johnny Depp. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> here he comes, in all the Whoa. way from Whoa. Los Angeles. Whoa. How's it going? <laughs> Is that you, Johnny Depp? <laughs> nice. No, I was just asking how it was going. <laughs> 
Dude, he's a he's a legend though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I remember there were like girls in high school or maybe middle school that had like pictures of him like in their binder or on their binder and him and like the singer of Green Day, what's that guy? Billy Billy, Billy Joel. Billy I don't know. Billy Joel. No. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, something like that. Billy I don't know. But that guy too. Just like, a, isn't that a weird that's thing? That's that punk emo. That's that emo phase. Like, what if guys? You did think that? emo phase is like that's like the thing. Like '80s had the neon and all that shit, and like wind pants. <laughs> when you look back, and the yeah. '90s was like, what's the fucking gem that just only existed during the '90s? It might be like well, that's one of them. I think. Kind of like grunge, like yeah, OG hip hop, and grunge, then like punk, grunge, grunge punk, emo, emo punk, like. And then yeah, like hip hop type stuff. That, like that's kind of like around Man's late nineties. Well, uh, no, because rockers have been wearing makeup for a long time. Really, yeah, but it was. You've always had like that's that androgyny that kind of re- that's like that's fashionable. That just comes through. It comes back. around. It just comes back around. Flannels are they in right now? Or are they out right now? Only Date as yourself. a vest. They're in as a vest. How do you no know sleeves. that? What gives you the authority? Uh just you know, I put my ear to the ground and I felt it. I mean, it's pretty hot right now. So, like, wearing <laughs> that's why you, that's why they're only in as a vest. Once it, you once put your ear to your ground, it got really hot. <laughs> like no sleeves. No, I put my ear to the ground, and it was like vest, flannel, flannel, flannel vest. Okay. <sighs> yeah, dude. I don't know, man. What the fuck are we talking about out here? This is a height drop episode, so oh, we should yeah. maybe parkour. talk about some parkour bullshit. Um, there's actually a lot that's been happening, and I wrote it down just in case. Um, just in case I wasn't informed. Just in case the listeners are sick of the bullshit and they want to actually talk about parkour once in a while, which is just another little string under the umbrella of bullshit. But it's one of the ones that we can actually speak intelligently or more intelligently about. Yeah. We have expertise in this area. So. Somewhat. <clears throat> oh, shout out real quick. I wish I could play it for you guys. Um, I got a voicemail from this dude in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe if I have the time, I'll add it to the end of this episode or the beginning even. But just shout out to that guy. Don't, I don't know. I got I to gotta address that. Some guy in Arkansas called in. Just much love to that guy. He was a really dope voicemail. Go out to Arkansas and visit this, these people. Up here. They have spots. He was telling me about the spots. Um, okay, here's what I wanted to talk about. King, or excuse me, World Chase Tag. World Chase Tag. Did you catch, did you catch the World Chase Tag Championships? Or any I, part of it? Or I, any? I saw a lot of clips on Facebook Caught and wind. Instagram and stuff, but no, I didn't like sit down and watch it. I'd like to. <laughs> But I, I'd like to do that with people, and I just don't have that many passionate people who would sit down and watch it with me. I'm not yeah. gonna watch it by myself. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> I uh, I sat down. I, it was a three hour event, more or less. So I skimmed through it and just kind of like caught little bits, mm-hmm. and then just little bits, little bits. <laughs> I caught the bits, and then I caught the finish. Um, I don't know. So you haven't watched enough to really have a take on it, maybe. But I mean, I I definitely have a huge respect for it, and I think it's really, really cool, and I like what they're doing. And then also, when I was in Japan a couple weeks ago, I went to Missions, and they have a whole, like, their upstairs is dedicated to that chase tag. They have, like, a little room with that same course and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was super, super cool, and I'm like, I want that to go, like, further, and I'd like to try it sometime and do it, like, as well, because it looks really fun and, like, interesting. I agree. Yeah, I think it's it's big up, big up to the people putting that together. Um, I do have a few bones to pick with it. Hear it, 
but I, yeah, first let me just shout out the love because it is all love. I'm just, these are my just honest thoughts on it. I think it's dope. I think it's an awesome platform. Like if it's another avenue for people to just go down, like no, nothing but love for people like just wanting to show off their, their speed and the park, bring more people in interested in the parkour and have more avenues for parkour athletes to, to just, you know, express themselves, travel, like go meet up, have yeah. a lot of fun. It looked like it was a blast. Like mm-hmm. a bunch of people you and I both know, I'm sure yeah. um, that were competing in there. Um, <coughs> Jesus. If I was going to talk shit or not even talk shit, but just critique it, I don't know how like commercially viable it can be if, if it's that, I mean, things are going to figure it out. Things are going to figure themselves out. It's going to become a more honed event. Mm -hmm. But for three hours, I was just like, it's tag, you know, like it's world chase tag. You know, obviously I don't know like how, I just don't know. The format isn't confusing or anything. I liked it. I just don't yeah, that's know. The thing is, I haven't tr- I haven't sat down and tried to watch like the whole event or anything, so I can't I can't speak on that. I don't know. I, but a lot of that stuff, honestly, to make it interesting, is like it's context and it's yeah. commentators. Yeah, who's competing? So and- like. True. I don't know. Think about like MMA or something. It's like a lot of like if you just watch those people fight and you didn't know anything about them well, or what they're doing or anything, it's not that interesting. But mm-hmm. when you get into the world of it, they're explaining why things are important, why what they're doing is important, why, you know, what they, who they are is important. That makes it so much more watchable, so much more interesting. And you don't have to be watching people doing tag yeah. all the time. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. And my biggest complaint with it is actually also the biggest compliment I'd have for it. And that is like in. It is actually one of the most truest forms of parkour that you can see competitively. Yeah. Because it's like people chasing each other. I think it's so cool that it's competitive. You're actually going to see parkour applied in so many like new and interesting ways. Mm -hmm. With that said, that is also my biggest complaint is that it's not actually a useful skill to tag somebody. Like fighting, it's like you're beating the shit out of somebody. Chasing them... Touching them is like not necessarily. Yeah, uh, but like being you, able to you touch say like, somebody, like it, ch- practicing to do flips, isn't isn't useful. Well, and, and and there's other things that bother me about it, but like again, I'm I'm just a little fucking cr- like. It's just an cr- avenue to display what parkour is, and it's a interesting and different way from what people have tried before. No, I agree. I agree. And I'm here's what I say though, but is the environment actually conducive to like what you would experience in a real chase? You're not going to necessarily like circle around in people. I don't know. But would fighting be as interesting? Like, why isn't, you know, uh, jujitsu or I don't know. Let me think. I can't think of an analogy there, but like fighting, I think draws the people, so many viewers in because it's as close to a real fight as like is legally allowed, you know. Whereas like, I don't know if that's watching what's a chase viewers in because viewers can watch World Star. World Star. I mean, they can. And there's bare knuckle boxing leagues. There's other things popping up. For me, it becomes. I don't know. I just have this dissonance with the fact that like you're you're in this arena, mm-hmm. and so you're. I'd like the arena to be larger, I guess, is okay. all. Like, I'd, like to, I'd yeah. like to have a little no, less, like, that's one thing circulation that think, and, like... I mean, think about this. Like, it's... One of the things that's great about it is you can do it 1v1. 
And that's mm-hmm. super cool because there's not many parkour competitions you can do 1v1, which means you can have a tournament or a bracket structure. Yeah. So if they have multiple of the course or if they have different courses or something like and that, you like, can make the competition If it's like tennis or cool like Smash Bros. Think how cool it would be if like when there's like... To, yeah, in Smash, you strike for stages. So what yeah. if you you and the other person had to strike to eliminate stages? Yeah, I like this. Okay, we're trying to get to, you know, I don't like this stage, you don't like that stage, so we're going to ban them from each other. And then we have to get, we'll get down to a stage that we both like, and that's where we're going to play tag on mm-hmm. obviously that's that's you know a lot to to ask to have that many stages or something to play tag or something yeah but i think it'd be so cool to have you know events where you could have you know 100 or or more than 100 mm-hmm. man tournaments in this kind of structure and obviously like that'd be a lot of uh, matches but if you don't go into losers it wouldn't be that many and they're short too they're pretty short yeah no i agree um, I'm only playing devil's advocate because hopefully, and also I'm if sure a bigger that, I'm course. Sure. Think how much how much harder it could get. It could get way Just, harder, or get, maybe it could get more linear get like in the ex- course. Like maybe yeah. they actually have to navigate a maze. Like for me, no, there's that would, a lot of like cool things me, they can do. Like as a spectator, I would like to see that just as like so it feels more like it's an actual chase rather than like tag. Yeah, but I know it. it also, maybe again, if I'm always saying GoPros, this stuff. What if everybody had like streaming GoPros? Oh, that'd be epic. Yeah, there's so but many again, ways I don't want to inhibit improved. the movement and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I other know. thing I'm is saying, like, like, do I really? There's it, lots of ways to make it, it interesting. There's lots of ways to make it interesting. I'd like to see it mimic training styles a little bit more. Like right now, it's its own event, and I think at one point, even like the commentator said, like someone who's good at parkour, someone who's got world chase tag experience. Like I think we see a pattern here because the guys that necessarily, like maybe they're really dope at parkour. They're not necessarily doing super oh, well. Oh yeah, of course. As, as, as like it's a, a different competitor. skill. Different, different skill. And so for me, again, like I'm only playing devil's advocate because I want, to, I want to see these guys succeed. So I'm bringing yeah. up like their points that I think like they, they are probably already addressing, but if mm-hmm. they can address them even more, they're going to be even, they already got my viewership. Yeah. But if they want other people's, I think they got to maybe address some of these things or maybe not. Maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that I think it could be big. I think it could be huge. I like the idea of different stages. I like the idea of like different courses or like being, it's cool to have the standard stage too, though. I think they have their own standard course and like, at least like the one in missions or whatever was very similar, close to one I've seen before already that mm-hmm. it was very standardized, you know? I don't so know if like, I like that because that becomes more like, uh, like a gymnastics event where like you're, you're well, specifying it, it to an obstacle. obstacle out of it and it really brings the person's training into it because if people have trained on the same thing before, then when they're playing tag with someone, then it really is the mental game. Of sorts. It really is the mental game between the two people, which I think is, you know, kind of what they're going for. All right, I see your I see your point, but not everyone's gonna have. Well, eventually, maybe everyone would have access. All especially all the top competitors yeah, yeah, would yeah. have access but, to I these mean, these arenas. If you have a standardized course, and at least like, oh, I did this. Then last you get year. levels and stuff like. Yeah, then you or, get like oh, the Super this, Smash Bros. effect. You're like, oh, I got this one. I yeah. mean, I see I see where you're going with it, and I think like, yeah, the sky's the limit. It could be really really exciting. Um, It'd be That's fun just, to do little local tournaments too with Chase Tag, you know, like that could be a whole class or something that people like in a section of parkour that people are more interested in. Cause a lot of people like to just do, uh, you know, speed courses and it's, it's a little bit different than speed courses, but it has, you know, a competitive aspect, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's cool. Fair play. What do you think about this? Um, again, I'm just talking, <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate mostly That's fair. Here. That's fair. But, uh, is it, dangerous enough i think like you want it to be more dangerous i think it's pretty dangerous 
already. Really? I think I think it, I think like okay, here's here's my theory on like spectator sports. Mm-hmm. Is it has to be dangerous or look dangerous. But invariably the more dangerous it is, the more uh viewership you can get. What about video games? That's an interesting point because I, I know that it's a huge audience, There's right? No danger. There's no danger <laughs> no whatsoever. No danger at all. But you have to be into video games. But video games are just that large. Yeah. There's not a lot. Do you do you know if there's a huge view, like viewership that comes outside of uh, come, but watches video game tournament? Like, how could you get into a video game tournament or watching video games? I guess unless you played the game, right? There's a lot of people that actually love to watch people play video games, but don't play the video games. Damn. Uh, kind of like I don't know. Uh, people that listen to podcasts, they have people that they watch play video games or listen to talk while they play video games like ASMR in a way or something. So people can get into a lot of games through um, weird stuff like that or documentaries. I guess that about makes sense. Like documentaries yeah, like, about communities in the games, you know, like the smash mm-hmm. community has doc, there's documentaries about them like, and stuff like that. I don't play a lot of video games and I like am moderately, I'd say I'm a moderate audience viewer mm-hmm. for like video game stuff. Like I like to, I'd like to see like the last tournament, you know, I'm not going to follow it all the way up. But I want to see no like last tournament. last tournament, the last uh, match in the tournament. Oh yeah, like yeah, I want to yeah. see the I want to see the finals. No, yeah, and that's of, what like, most Super people Smash do. They Bros. just tune in for right. like top yeah. eight and and I or mean if, I don't I don't watch like you know like these are multiple day events. So it's like yeah, if you're a little bored on one day and you want to tune in and see some matches, that's fine. But yeah, it's like most people are just trying to catch the finals. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that like. I mean, yeah. Again, I don't, I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on video game tournaments or anything else. I just like. I think if these things, I want to see them succeed. Chase tag. I want to, and maybe there, they could, there's a lot they could learn from the live streaming and stuff for, that video game community does. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely. That's one yeah, of the reasons really I want to professional like esports. Like, I mean, they're a big part of it. Is there a lot of them at least? They're advertising their game. That's that's where the money come from, comes from. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's. This new game's out. We want a competitive community, so we're going to pay for tournaments and stuff to happen. So in that way, it gets really professional and stuff because they want to represent the game well and all that. But, uh, I mean, a lot of the traits carry over, you know, and it's good to have professional qualities of a stream. And people, especially in the parkour community, don't harness streams enough. Mm-hmm. Streams could be so much bigger in the parkour community if people could figure out ways to do them properly. And, like, it could be really cool and interesting, I think. I agree. Uh, what do you think about the team aspect of the the chase tag? I think it's like a five on five team. It is like one v one, but I like I kind of like what you're saying. Where it's kind of like I almost like that more than a team thing. Mm-hmm. Like if if athletes were just competing against each other and there wasn't like a team aspect to it, or have I don't both. Know. You know? Or obviously, yeah, both is good. But I think I'd be maybe more interested in. The 1v1 stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I feel like I'd have to take part in an event to really know what it's all like. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what the drawbacks of competing are. I don't know, you know, because some things just suck to compete in. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, it seems exhausting. It's hard to tell yourself it was actually worth it afterwards. It's like, that, and that's that's what I'm saying. Well, that's kind of, again, if I'm taking beef with it, which I don't have any really, I just, want to just hash this out and uh, just think about both sides here the the uh it's hard to keep parkour athletes traditionally it's been hard to keep parkour athletes interested in competition yeah and like that's okay like that uh, there's nothing 
wrong with that we don't want to like force anyone to do shit they're not trying to do but it becomes well, we're trying to make it more dangerous we're for the spectators. Make it more dangerous. well that's the thing it's like you're <laughs> it's just tough it's just tough i guess like we gotta it's it's harder to get into sports like as a spectator if there's not like people that are you can get behind and, and get like a, a following for right yeah, like in in MMA and and stuff, there's a like there's a high turnaround of champions, so it becomes hard for them sometimes to market people up because they just lose and then they just poof, they just disappear off the map. So when they get their superstars like the Conor McGregor's or the Ronda Rousey's or the John Joneses, they really get behind those guys because they don't know how long it's going to last. Mm-hmm. And so that the same thing can happen in parkour where it's like maybe you do get some big superstars here and there, but the the turnaround rate is not. Is it's pretty quick still? Oh yeah. Where people like get into competition, they get right out. Yeah, it's not it's not a super lucrative place to be. No. Like You like kind of want to get in, get what you wanted out of it, and then hope you get out alive. <laughs> you know. Yep. That's how but, I feel at least. Yeah, and so like I don't know the the, the problem I guess that I like I'm trying to th- solve in my head is just like all right, how do you make it so that enough people are watching that there's money and sponsorships enough to like make it worth the athletes while after they've gotten you know just that initial what they want out of competition because yeah. there is a lot to be well, gained the, from, well, from just competing find all the stuff you can market and you know shoes are one shoes you can clothing. sell shoes you know it's stuff that you can advertise GoPros. on stream and sell and but a lot of it is is if you can do it if you can sell it you know like mm-hmm. having people that maybe white might be into it and then actually being able to sell it's a different thing and with parkour there's such a big like not resistance but like i think it's a it's not it's a good thing it's like a there's a lot of morals in the community surrounding like what we want to accept as sponsors and like what we're willing to do no, i mean for a lot of people it's like if they sponsor something it's like do they even do parkour (laughs) you know it's like what are they doing they why are they sponsoring us yeah what the fuck man because they want to make money (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know and i guess maybe we're getting over that hump sooner than later yeah. Maybe not, but we'll see. I think we're going to have, I mean, that's just the way that things grow. We're going to, yeah. I mean, we've been go pretty grassroots hump. for, you know, most of our history as well. So it's not, I don't know. I, it, I think that that event, if it can break into mainstream, that'd be awesome. But it's like most of parkour has been grassroots. It's, it's honestly like we're only hitting a point now where we're seeing anything actually break into mainstream, like store or Store's something. Store is the first uh, like yeah. big crossover probably. Yeah, or just some of the athletes are getting more mainstream. They're yep. getting a lot of followings and like social media platforms and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, we're getting shared more consistently on like the main like Unilad, World Star, like all these regular. What is it? Daryl Stingley just got shared on some. I think I don't know. People are awesome. Oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like that's an interesting one actually because. You know, I think I forget who made the point on uh, one random comment thread on one of the shares I saw is like, I think Max Henry shared it saying, oh, look, finally, some people responded positively to parkour. Mm-hmm. And like it was a universal, like, you know, almost universal. There's like much more positive yeah. comments. I think I saw that. And other people were also like talking about how it's because it's a gym. Because it's, it's a gym parkour video. Yeah. And like wondering if that's why, or I think, I mean, that's an interesting point. I think it makes sense. That's like why people find it more palatable people that don't, you know, because you're not getting the people like that instantly see 
you doing ju- jumping on, on anything outside and thinking like, oh, what a piece of shit, what a, you know, adrenaline junkie. They're just trying to like, they're going to hurt themselves. They're going to fuck up property, whatever. Yeah. It looks out of context to them. Yeah. Maybe. Say so where if you see a parkour guy doing parkour in a parkour gym, it looks like everything's at home. You know, you're like, all right, this is the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everything is close enough together that I don't know. It's, it is appealing, I guess, in that regard. But I'm not really sure what it is. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, it makes it easier to pay attention to the one factor that the video is for, which is the person performing. Mm. If you have all this stuff and people walking around in the background and like trees and buildings and signs and all that stuff, it is more distracting. Yeah. That's for sure. If you have blank canvas of the walls and bars and it's just solid colors, it's maybe easier for the eye to look at. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the thing like with art, like that's why they often put it against like white backdrop yeah. or whatever. Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition, baby. You need that contrast. Yeah. There's a uniform gym background and then Daryl just Daryl just blasting through just some lashes. Blasting through some huge lashes and he's really made a uh I don't know, he's 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 like one of the biggest like up and comers, I'd say. Oh yeah. I mean he's been like on the grind yeah, for a he's while. Definitely, and he's, he's finally been on the like grind, shooting he's out definitely of his... cut out like a little corner for himself, I'd mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah. And it's only getting bigger and like he's getting better representation and stuff. Which is cool. Yeah. Shout out Daryl Stingley. I have to get him on one day. I don't know. I'm a hater, I guess. Uh, don't don't be don't be taking it too seriously. I like love the the world chase thing in general. I'm just uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's still got to develop. It's really new. It's just yeah, like. it's it's super new. And so gotta see where those it are my goes. thoughts on it. Those are my thoughts on that. I think that um, they did a really good job. Yeah, with everything actually. And the the live stream, like I didn't want to sit down for three hours, but like everything that I watched was interesting. Like every moment that I yeah. like paused at, I was like, bam. So there's some cool stuff and you do see some really interesting bales and like, again, that's why I yeah, think what the kind danger of bales factor. Are you seeing? Just like, yeah, just people hitting their knees <laughs> people or just what? like, you know, you get in that competitive mindset and people just kind of huck their bodies around. Some people eat shit. Just like I think, mess up. Yeah. People just like slip and <laughs> miss their fast, feet because they're trying to keep yeah. eyes on the pe- person chasing them or yeah. their eyes on the person they're chasing and, you know, eyes on the obstacles. So there were some definite like savage. I think one dude like did a huge like dive roll, like smat splat, like towards the end of the competition where he's like ass bounced off. <laughs> like I was like, damn dude, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that that's fun to compete in yet, but people um, do that in freestyle competitions too. True. True. Yeah. That, yeah. I it's guess everyone's always willing. You, you know, some people really don't want to get caught. So they're going to do something so dumb that they'd rather do that than get caught. And it's like same thing in speed comps and style comps. Some people, 100%, yeah, no, I've rather myself. do something like so dumb <laughs> and and just send it than like you know uh, not go for it or not do what they think they should or whatever. That's gonna be like, but at least it's all low height. You know, you don't have anybody messing part. up and then falling like 10 feet. It's invariable. I mean, <clears throat> someone's going to get concussed like eventually during one of those things though. Yeah, but there's going to be some savage yeah, bales. Yeah, but NAPC didn't like Max run his head first into a rail. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's different than other competitions in that yeah. regard. I'm just saying like people are going to get fucked up at that. And I think faster because there's, t- there's actually more variables and you can't really practice like in a, in a, sp- in a speed comp, you practice the course. 
you've already like kind of assessed the bales that are possible for you mm-hmm. in a chase course you're not there's nothing really to plan for i mean you plan like maybe like i'll go over here and then uh, i'll switch dude, back i don't know it's like jazz like you work your progressions and you work your scales and then you're in this place where you're forced to you know <laughs> work from your scales and your progressions. so it's as good as your little building blocks are sure sure i'm not saying it isn't i'm just saying that because of the extra person involved yeah like it becomes more complex than any other competition possibly could because you're battling someone who's as complex as you yeah that's awesome i think it i'm not saying it's not awesome i'm saying that it's more prone to injury than a than any than maybe other competitions i don't know if i agree with that all right i mean obviously we'd have to check the data Let's check the data. We'll come back in like five years. We'll have the data. That's my five prediction. Years from now, we'll I bring predict, up the data. I predict that it's gonna it's gonna have a higher injury rate, and that's fine. Again, that's I think more the easiest way to find out by is my just formula, see, there's more injuries, like, more it was more we'll spectators. We'll see who takes part in it consistently, and if people quit after a while, then they probably got hurt. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want people to get hurt. I'm just those, them's the facts. I think. I think that yeah, when I you're dealing with more complex like red bull dude like i don't know i think a big factor for people getting hurt is glory and it's like yeah yeah i don't like when i'm watching the chase tag and stuff i'm not seeing people fight for glory <laughs> it's like they're they're trying really hard and stuff but it looks like a like a competition more than like yo i could get everybody to think i'm the greatest right now if i, <laughs> if I hit this bro <laughs> That's true. I think like yeah, the 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 other competitions set you up for a moment where you can like set, bet it. Yeah, you can like go at, all at in. At least this day's tag. There's no point where like, all right, we're in the finals. We're playing tag ten feet up now. Yeah, like that's what it, it gets to in our competitions. Yeah, it goes okay. We're already on concrete. Like, let, how do we make it more interesting? You don't think it would get there with the chase tag? I think it that'd could. be fucked. Well, I mean, like but I said, we'll have to see. It people develop. be willing to do it. Yeah, we'll see. So get out there and watch World Chase Tag. Yeah, what if it was all on rails, like over water, and you could still just deck yourself on a rail on the way down? That's the one thing that I've always liked about Ninja Warrior, even though I, again, and this, yeah, like Ninja Warrior is another one of these things. It's not really parkour, but it's sometimes really awesome to watch and pay attention to. Yeah. Um. But I like the fact that it's over water. I don't like the fact that the obstacles are just goofy as shit yeah <laughs> but i do like the fact that they're over water because it's consequences but it's not like dire consequences yeah. it's a fun consequence it's um, a real one too it's a real one You're like i don't want to get sometimes wet. you don't want to get wet, especially swim. if it's cold especially if it's cold out and the water's cold so many reasons unless you're wim hoff you don't want to be in that shit yeah <laughs> wim hoff just but swims yeah, over, through the course but overall you uh you enjoyed it Overall, I'm very excited for it. I, th- I hope it develops. Like, would you ever like to do it? No, no, never. Fuck no. Why? Um, I don't like playing. Like, I don't like playing tag. You're too cool for tag. It's not that I'm too cool. You're I too just, cool for tag. I'm, I'm super competitive. Douglas is I too will cool for injure tag. myself. Like, I will injure myself. Why don't you just catch them real fast? I just like you're fast. I've, you wouldn't have to try that hard. Dude, I'd break my own ankles probably. Like I'd fucking like I'd 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 dart one way and then switch the other way and fucking tear my ACL. Like that's what I feel like could happen. Only in tag though. Not only in tag. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I would compete, but I don't fucking think I would like to. I don't think I like chasing people around. What if you were just found yourself at a gym and then you saw one of those things and you're hanging out with friends? You wouldn't want to hop around and try and tag some people for a little bit if they were into it and it was fun. If it was fun, I don't, I, again, like I could have fun doing it. I could do it. 
I don't think it's like my favorite thing. You're too cool for it. You're too yeah, cool I'm too for cool tag, for dude. It. Fuck tag. I'm too cool for it, right? You're more of a hide and seek kind of guy. I do like hide and seek more. Hide and go seek tag. Hide and go seek tag. See, that's the game that I like to play when I was little. Well, maybe we see, need a hide and go seek see, parkour I want to be like event. sneaking around and then I see, pop out of the bushes. See, that's where the GoPros would work. Hell yeah. Okay, so like I want to make an offshoot branch of hide and go seek tag. <laughs> of world, world hide and go seek chase tag. Dude, that would be so funny. Just like a whole parkour gym, but there's like special places to hide and stuff. That'd be sick. I don't know what you could do to like make it for real. Would you? Do you want to compete in World Chase Tag? I definitely would want to play around and like try it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know like anything about it, to be honest, which is mostly why I want to like delve into it more. But yeah, no, I I think it'd be really fun. And I want to work more on my speed and connection type stuff, like more flow state, Hmm. like uh straight parkour flow state i guess like you know point a point b or like here to there i don't know actually i did play tag with uh sebastian Foucault at his workshop when he came through boulder and i actually had a really good time yeah so it's all so, about the setting it's all about the setting man like i like that was zombie tag though that wasn't 1v1 yeah, no, I used to play zombie tag at Cottonwood like, all the time, dude. Ultimately, it got down to 1v1. And like zombie groundsies, groundies, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like it's the too cool factor. I just feel like I don't really, I've never really liked tag. That's Maybe a shame. I, I don't know. Maybe I have. Who fuck. hurt you? Dude. Who tagged you? Somebody fucking tagged me and I fell I over quit. and smashed my feet, teeth on the, on the root, <laughs> a tree root. And it's never been the same. Well, dude, maybe that's just something you gotta start working on your own. I feel like people cheat attack. That's what I don't like. You know, you get them and then they're like, "No, you just touched my shirt." I just like got annoyed with it. That's why you get everybody, you know, stripped down, stripped down. Maybe cover them flags, in some sort of paint. You get flags and you rip them off, <laughs> you do Velcro flags. style. Flags that might be, be pretty. Like, yeah, that, that's obviously solid. That might be a um, less. Less like leave less to the the judges. Yeah, there were some ones where they're like challenged. Yeah, in the in the event, and it was like, like, no, it's my baggy parkour shirt. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that might be a better. Who knows? Who knows? And maybe then you have three balloons like Mario Kart, and you get three flags. You just (laughs) then they both have them. No, that'd be weird. Well, the thing is with Mario Kart, they have like eight people in at once. Yeah, so you just put a bunch of people, and everybody (laughs) has flags, and they're all trying to take each other. Last man standing. Dude, I'm not mad at that yet. Either. Like, it would probably just become a brawl at some point. <laughs> Be hard to take. Just uh, take it like hockey. How do you take like a man's actual flag fist that, Or what if it was like one? I don't know. This is getting weird. Yeah, it is. Thinking about weird parkour games now. It's getting it's weird into fast. Sports. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I think I'm just old. I'm just too old for I think competition I'm just now. Old. <laughs> I'm too old for competition now. What That's, do you mean? You're you're too old to do well in competition. Too you're too old to, old to, want to enjoy to do it. I already competition. Like, I already got what I wanted out of it, and like now I wouldn't want to do it. So there's much. nothing. You, you don't think you, there's anything beneficial for you to get out well, of it? Well, chase tag I've never done, so I'm sure I'd learn a lot if I did that. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's like something you can revisit, I guess. Yeah. So but right like, now you're just I could, not. I probably like depleted like in those areas for sure. Like yeah. whatever, like it sharpens. It's always good for you. It's just, honestly, I don't trust myself. Like I, that's what I, that's the thing it would be harder to do. I trust become, yourself. I get like, when I get in a competitive mindset, I, I like, it's, it's hard for me to keep myself grounded and not become the sender, you know? Yeah. You'd be the person like, no, I feel the same way. 
<laughs> like it's so hard to just like be like, oh, it's just another day. It's just another whatever. Like I'm just gonna do stuff I normally do. Like it's yeah. hard to keep that mindset when there's like a huge event going on and that's yeah. all everybody talks about. And it's well, I feel like if you're participating in it, you should try. Like it should be different almost. I don't want it to be like any other day. Otherwise, why the fuck would I, you know, like, why am I doing it? If I'm like, eh, I'm just going to just train like normal. It's like, for me, I want to experience all the event has to offer. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to like push myself. I'm going to like yeah. apply myself. Yeah. No, so, I like, agree with that. But so if, usually that goes too far. Yeah. Uh, often it does. And then you end up being like, uh, you know what though? Actually in competition, I've never really gotten like. I'm trying to think back. I'm like, I don't think I've ever like done anything that I'm like, oh, I really messed up there. I've never like there. fucked myself Usually, up. Usually, yeah, I get little like, you know, like twinges or bruises and stuff that I you, normally wouldn't, but I get them everywhere. Like, yeah, I get them just as much as I, like, I'd say like usually like normal training, I get soreness more than anything, but like, like, yeah, I get more dings and stuff when it comes to competitions. I've had like one acute injury, I think in competition but like often my my injuries in competition come from like showing up to the conversation not competition ready yeah like i have an ankle thing or i already have like a knee thing yeah and then like because of the competitive mindset i kind of like it's not that i'm like i'm fucking sending it i just kind of forget that i'm like oh i have to nurse that knee a little bit especially when in you the get moment, in the moment and yeah. then i'm just like kadoosh and, and i'm like adrenaline, oh, fuck, and the my adrenaline, knee hurts now yeah so like that's all i'm saying it's not you know it's not that i don't trust myself to have a good presence of mind completely, but it's just like, if I'm going to go for it, I think competition is just cost benefit right now for me. I'd rather make a video cause I can do the same kinds of things. I can stay, I can still get in like a really pushing myself limit. You know, like I get to choose the things I want to do. I get to, I like making videos more is all I'm saying. Yeah. And for me, I'm not saying that, you know, you have a finite amount of years in this sport, like pushing yourself to the the peak of like what you might be able to do mm -hmm. for me those days are are still around but they're not here forever so i want to spend all of the i like see my training almost like fight camps now like i'm like i'm gonna get ready get in really good shape and then like do some stuff mm -hmm. like obviously i have like day-to-day -day training but like i i still want to like push myself to like the highest levels that i can hit yeah and for me now that i'm older i feel like it takes dedication and i wouldn't put that dedication towards a a, a video project rather than a competition yeah because at this age it feels like it's one or the other maybe i'm wrong maybe i didn't do like the sport sustainably maybe i don't no, fucking yeah, I th like I condition think that's enough a mature but way of looking at it um yeah sometimes it does feel like you take all your energy all your effort all your time and then you put it into a project mm -hmm. and you can be very stoked on that project you know you can you go through the cycle it's a fun cycle a good journey you know and you come out with a nice product at the end that you like mm -hmm. and then you can share that and enjoy that and you know move on from it and play off of it whereas in competition you're putting all of that energy into mostly yourself and then you're you're expending it all at an event and then you get placed you know yeah so it so all of your self-worth you know can it's easy to put it into your placement or you mm -hmm. know all that kind of stuff and especially if you get injured or whatever or or you know you get into that mindset you're already playing a game of saying what i do is for my self-worth and like that's not a healthy mental process anyways and it's it's that can be for a lot of people why like oh yeah that that's not as much in a project of a video or something, you know, you're not, 
you you may later try to look at your self-worth, but while you're doing it, you're usually, you know, hitting your own motivations and you're not trying to appease the crowd, the judges, the blanks. Yeah. And it's, um, it's easier. And then, yeah, at the end of the day, like if you make a project, you did it how you wanted it, but a competition it's like one person at the top got it how they wanted it and everybody yeah. else didn't, you know, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, not everybody. Yeah, that's not always entirely true because some people's expectations are far surpassed. Yeah. You know, if you go into the event with the right expectations, you will surpass them. Yeah. Well, you know, ultimately, that's like what you should expect can, to do. can be so, you know, fiendish, though, too. Oh, yeah. It's like... And by the right expectations, I mean zero expectations. <laughs> <laughs> expect nothing. Expect nothing and just have a good time is like, that's always been my two goals. Like try to do my best but not really expect anything and like my goal is to try to do my just have a good time the entire event yeah that's always my number but, one goal but have fun it can be hard event. though but it's hard to do that's like, why it's the goal for that, me that's why that's it's a fun challenge can... but yeah it's like when you're trying to have fun making a video if you're not having fun you can take a break yeah it like the competition there's no time where you can take a break it's like okay you're on you know or you're in the hole or whatever you go you do your thing it's like you can't just say, Hey guys, can we all stop? I'd rather do this tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah. it's, it's a different pace. Well, it's a lot of stress. I like, it's, uh, it's crazy. I, I, it's super crazy. <laughs> and I think like for videos, it's not even like as much as like one video, like almost like a trip. Yeah. Like go take a trip. Like obviously I'm going to be filming and stuff because I enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. I already like making things. So like for me, that's kind of like, it's, it's similar in the competition setting. Cause you only get a day. So maybe you do, you don't even get that luxury every time you're on a trip where you're like, Oh, I want to do this tomorrow. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, fuck, it's here. It's now. Or, yeah. <laughs> or it's next time I'm in Laos, which is yeah. not going to happen anytime yeah. soon. So yeah, I don't know. I like, I just like, if I'm, they have a lot of similarities and that's all I'm saying is like, if I, if I had uh, infinite energy, I would do both. If, uh, well, it also feels like some of the energy you put into competition can dissipate, you know, like, like I said, when you put that energy into a video and you have the video, mm. um, you can put your energy into a competition and, and you can feel like you didn't have much out of it. Like even if you had a good performance or whatever, it's, it's one performance and it's not going to be as impactful, uh, as a bunch of performances put into a compilation of, mm -hmm. you know, of art that you want to share or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, yeah, it's just like you, you can wear yourself out, you can break yourself down and then, you know, it's not super sustainable if you're trying to do, if you're trying to win competition after competition after competition and it, they're high class things. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're going to take some L's every once in a while, you know, you're going to get hurt, you're going to mess up. Uh, so it's like, it's nice to be on your own schedule. Um, when that kind of stuff happens because, uh, it's, it's a lot more, I don't know, a lot, lot less stressful and, and it, it's easier to look back on it more enjoyably when mm -hmm. you don't see you like, I like hardship, but you're like, I don't like just, ugh yeah. hardship. Like, you know, like feeling like I'm screwed or feeling like I'm not good enough, you know, that kind of stuff. And I feel like competition's good at projecting those feelings onto people, whether or not they feel it actually happens to them or not. Yeah. That's an interesting point. I'm like scanning my brain for like, how do I, how did I feel like, when I, you know, started when I, when I've lost or I felt bad or whatever about my performance. Yeah. And it's like, even when I do good, I feel bad even about when my I performance. Do good, yeah. I was like, even, even when, when I you did do good, well, it's you like, like, I should have really better. think about like the things you fucked up Yeah, or like, uh, I only really did well because You can because look at it well later. It's easier to be like, yeah, no, I did good at that later. But right after you're always like, oh, there's so much stuff I could have done better. Yeah. Even if you won. True.
True that. Yeah. It's almost like exhausting too because it's super exhausting. everyone's that way. And so then everyone's like, oh man, well, I should have done better. It's, and it's like, dude, you fucking won, bro. And then you got to hear the person in first place go like, also before it goes where everybody's playing the game of like, oh, you know, um, they're trying to be happy go lucky. Some yeah. people, other people are just staring daggers. Other people are stressed. <laughs> like me personally, I'm taking a nap. Like <laughs> everybody deals with the stress in different ways. And it's like, it's so weird. Like that's the big difference between a competition and a jam is just like the weird energy of people in the room and like eye contact's different body language is different it's it's weird some people aren't into it i'm definitely into it i'm really bummed actually i missed out on any pc this year me too i'm I'm bummed but i also know that like i always want to compete so like if i know i shouldn't like sometimes i feel like it's better if i just don't go oh yeah because if i'm like do I like I want to compete, but do I really want to compete? You know, what I mean, it's always like the, the kid in the candy store thing. When I get there, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to play around with the guys. You know, yeah. it's like, but do I really want to like? Did I put in the effort to do this competition like yeah, they, they yeah. did? Am I taking it seriously like they are? And usually, I'm not. It's like I don't want to take a place away from somebody who actually cares about this competition. Yeah, that's kind of um, where I'm at too. I'm like, I don't want to be wasting anyone's time, time. If I'm just sitting on the sidelines, then like I just feel like part of my favorite part of myself doesn't get to shine in the place that it more than almost any place could or should. Man, that's interesting. I actually prefer not competing now. Like, like I'm, I'm happy to just be around and not have anything to do. Actually though, when the competition starts happening, I'm like, fuck, that looks so fun. Yeah. I wish I was in there. But it, also I'm like every, every, Every moment leading up to the competition when people are nervous and they're coming around like, oh, what do you think this one's going to be? be I'm like big chilling, like, hey, you know what I don't care about? Anything right now. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yeah. You're thinking about shit. I'm just chilling. Yeah, man. It gets tense. Super tense. You have to, though, because, again, like, that's part of it. Yeah. If, if, If you're, again, if you're not the kind of person who gives a single shit, then again, then maybe why are you even in the competition? You might yeah. be, it's like, I don't necessarily want to see that either. We've when seen it are, before. Yeah. We've seen it before. We've and it's seen tons of people compete. It's fun. Like I've been in it. It's Team fun. Team D-Buggy. D-Buggy. Was definitely that. I mean, I don't yeah. know how much you cared about it, but I was like, I'm, I mean, at that point I, I was pretty much the same. Yeah. I was like, I had already done the other comps. I was dead. I was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did a air to stride. Tuck jump to stride you was my signature move. Re-grab. That was pretty sick. That was all right. I mean, that's that's pretty that good for comp, move. especially that far back. Even that was now, like always fly, a move. Even that now, like, flyway regrab still gets a lot of clout. Damn, but, uh, dude, and I, they then. always came easy to me. I don't know why. I think I uh, I just got lucky with that one. Single backflip rotations, I can do, but any other flip, don't fucking ask me to do it because I can't do it. Not with that attitude. I'm getting better, dude. Trust me. All right. Sick. I'm getting so much better. I'm going to get, <laughs> I've like wanted to, this is like my, my, again, like for me, it's all about like the frontier almost, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I've done that when I, when I feel like I've done something, I want to go in a different direction. Yeah. And like, I've never really pushed myself on like big distance flips mm-hmm. and that's an area that I'm still drawn to. And I've never really pushed myself in the area of tricking. Interesting. And so I'm interested in, in like tricking and learning how to like, do more creative movements without obstacles even yeah so or with fewer mm-hmm. obvious obstacles yeah so those are still things i'm trying to get ready for but i am uh i'm still coming out of like a very 
long and arduous reorganization of my spine and like my all my joints it feels like so if you know i don't know if anyone has been paying attention to me but i haven't really been that active lately with like posting or training or doing much of anything Mm -hmm. in terms of like movement besides like lots of supplementary shit like bouldering and going to uh yoga classes and things like this and it's because I realized that I've just been doing like in many of the years that I was doing parkour, I didn't fully understand my body. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm getting closer to fully understanding it, I've really tried to be disciplined in not training and re- figuring out like what's going to be a sustainable path forward yeah. because it wasn't sustainable for me when I was doing it. And it, mm-hmm. I don't regret it. I don't yeah, know if no. you feel the same way. Sometimes I just, it's, it's some people are completely okay with burning the candle at both ends. Like, <laughs> yeah. And some people want to do that for a little while. Some people do that all the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, this is the thing I was thinking about a little bit ago is like, no matter how old you are, at least right now, you're stuck inside your body. You're in there and yeah. you're there and you're not going anywhere mm-hmm. for forever. So it's like, this is the machine that gets you everywhere you want to go, gives you everything you want, gets you what you want, helps you accomplish your goals, your dreams, whatever. And like, yeah, a lot of people aren't thinking about how much of a marathon it is Yeah, because there's so much things to know. And when you're young, of course you're not because it's like you're, everything's changing all the time. It's impossible. So you can't assume that you're going to be stuck inside this. You can't assume you're like oh i'm gonna have the same kneecap for 50 more years or <laughs> yeah. whatever it's like th- when you actually really think about that and it's like okay yeah what is parkour doing to you and just because it's so loosey-goosey easy now like your your body's gonna get older and you're gonna have to maintain it to get it back to the point that you were when you started uh just from aging you yeah. know what i mean so like it takes a lot of work and uh, it's a matured and good look to look at it that way and say like, you know, you need to take time to reorganize your stuff if you want to continue to do this thing you enjoy. Yep. Big time. And like, it's not even that I had, I didn't think I was burning the candle at both ends. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I thought I had the same mindset. I'm like, I'm doing everything I need to more. Like I was trying to pay as much attention as I possibly could, mm-hmm. but you know, youth and just lack of, or just naivete. Yeah, well, that's just the like, thing is like a youth, or a youth attention is yeah. nothing compared to the attention of a 40 year old with all the context of everything they know or yeah. something like that. It's, you know, there's only so much that you've had time to question, had time to ponder over, had time to be taught compared to if you're older and you can look back and say, Oh, I've had time in time again to see the same situation and realize the patterns and what I need to do with them. Yeah. Which is cool. It's and cool. you can hopefully try and tell younger people that, but they won't listen anyways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The fuck do they, they're going to be on their thing. They'd be on their grind. Yeah. And there's examples of people that will always shatter like any advice you could give oh, them yeah. anyways. You're like, the, the, the classic grandma that like I smoked till I was I smoked three packs a day yeah. and I'm like 102 chilling chilling and you know it's just like you know you just sometimes you got to play the hand you're dealt and uh I was dealt a maybe 
I don't even know still. I'm like, was I dealt kind of a fragile body in some ways? Or did I just push the shit out of like I a think relatively a strong we're body? All, or? We're all super fragile. Yeah. Like, uh, like when you're young, you don't realize how fragile you are. Mm-hmm. So like, like I said, you're not thinking of like, this is my kneecap. I got it for the rest of my life. <laughs> like a, this is the one. This is the like, one. Well, they until, replace until every like, even your bones like take, well, they, they, they replace over like the course of seven I mean, years, yeah, they it's, say. Yeah. It's like regenerating and recovering and stuff, but it's, it's like, or you're like science. You, we'll for, get science for, will be fucking yeah, yeah. big chill. I'll be. It's like for the most new... part, like things don't sort themselves out. No. As you get old, like when you're young, you tend to think things will sort itself out. Things will figure it out. It's all gonna be cool. But as you get older, you start to say, "Oh, every time I said that, I was just letting myself deviate <laughs> further and further away yeah, from yeah. this line that I actually should have just stayed right on." Yeah. And uh, that's, uh, I guess, maturity is like being more aware of that kind of situation <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, it's tough too because your body regenerates much faster when you're younger, so it gives you the illusion that you you are sorting things out. Yeah. You know. No, there's so many differences, like. You sleep so much more. Yeah. So like you're recovering and regenerating and you always like, as long as you're getting your sleep, you're going to feel really good. Cause it's like, huh. I can't even try and sleep as much as I used to when I was that young. You know what I mean? When I was like teenager doing parkour all the time, it's like, I'm not going to sleep that long. So then your days are shorter. You're going to like, all your activities are different. Your hormones are different. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's, baby. it's like the parkour path of somebody that's like 15 versus somebody that's 20 versus somebody that's 25 versus somebody that's 30. That's like, they all have completely different goals and ideals and stuff. And it's oh, yeah. crazy to think about like it's sav- what sticks it's and, what stays different. and what goes. Cause some of that stuff just gets cut. Like after a point you're like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, I don't do uh, angel traps anymore. <laughs> I don't I- it fuck is. my knees and they're lame. I've done some of the biggest impact challenges I've ever done though this year, which is wild. Because I'm like mostly avoiding impact at all costs. But when I decide to take it, I'm like, You're well, I'm not going to fucking just, I ain't going to fucking half ass the impact day. I'm yeah. going balls deep on impact that day. Because if I'm going to get my body into that, sh- into that mindset, I'm like, let's use it. Yeah, no, that's you know? great. So like for me, it's like, it's actually helped me appreciate the like the fragility like you're saying i'm like i'm fragile but i can also do like from you know for certain moments something that i've always wanted to do and it's gonna fuck myself up a little bit but i'll be all right it's worth it like and now i kind of like i know what i'm dealing with and i'm Mm -hmm. like all right well i'll just fucking rest for three months after that if i have to like (laughs) it's all good yeah if that's worth it to me but but once you know that it's like all right i'm gonna make it worth it to me i'm not gonna just do a hundred like kind of like shitty front like onto concretes mm-hmm. i'm gonna find a challenge that i can maybe do two or three times and i want to do really bad and do that yeah i've always thought that was <laughs> like a cool you you've always been like the seeker i feel like you really like to seek things out and then like plan around them at least like for challenges and stuff like yeah i always thought that was a little different than the way i like approach stuff like you seem to like seek things out and see like a vision of the way you want it to go and how you're gonna have it go and like that's really cool but thanks bro yeah it's like what do you do how do you how is yours different like when it comes to what like just in just in comparison to seeking something out like like i just just i just let them come to me yeah i just i go out and like my goals are not to find challenges. They're not to like do much. My goals are usually like, you know, have fun, keep it interesting. Mm. And then from there, like I kind of just let naturally things that happen, you know, what's fun and what's interesting. 
and then I just follow it to make it more fun and more interesting if I can. That's that's a good way. I mean, I feel like I do that to an extent, mm-hmm. but I also, I think when I when when one of those challenges finds me, yeah, that like then I become a homing device towards yeah, it. Yeah, no, you I, know? I like, can see it. Like sometimes, like something you'll find like something epic or something that's like just like so cool in your head, and you're like, I want to do wanna that, achieve and that. Yeah, and it's like. I don't know why, dude. I'm wired that way. I feel like I'm an explorer sometimes more than I am like uh, an athlete. I just want to like see if I can do something that I haven't seen done. I feel like Dylan did that a lot too. Yeah, Dylan Dylan was like all about that. Maybe I picked that off, picked that off of him a little bit. You know, like who was like who were the first people you trained with? The first people I trained with. Like I don't know who were some of your bigger training influences when you were coming through your first. Well, let's let's work up to Dylan because I would say he's probably the biggest influence on my training. Okay, but. Like the first time I was training, it was probably, it was just like a random meetup. I actually don't remember this dude's name. I'm ashamed. I don't That's remember. Fine. But he's like this bearded dude. Some people dude, have forgotten to pass. Kind of balding. To time. Classic dude. He was like my first OG training partner. He was like really old school, warmed up really well. Like, thank God I met him because I'm not that way at all. And like he kind <laughs> yeah. of like pushed that into me yeah, a little no, bit. I, that, it took me a while to get to <laughs> anything like that. And uh, he... He's just like really, he was like an Eric Wolf almost, like really creative, kind of mm-hmm. like kept it low to ground, but like lots of flow. Yeah. Lots of flow abilities. Um, so shout out that to was, that guy. That was probably just a lot bigger in the time too when uh, you started getting into it, like flow. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like the thing. Like people were doing rail flow, like single yeah. rail flow, shitload back then. Um, just a single, just a wall run, dude. You could just do a wall run. If it was high enough, boom. Oh, yeah. Hot clip right there. Oh, yeah. Hot clip with the wall run. But uh, what the fuck is that noise? garbage truck garbage truck okay um anyhow the uh the next phase is when i found apex i guess Uh uh-huh so that was not long after i started training and um you know i guess like you could say trey vaughn actually do you remember trey vaughn yeah does trey vaughn was a huge i don't know does he i think he lives in hawaii Trey Vaughn was a huge inspiration for me him and jake and like the whole pro team amos um and Dylan, like that's when I saw Dylan. I think when I started discovering, like that's like, when I saw. That's when I saw Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> well, like I mean, Trayvon actually inspired me almost like to stick with it. Yeah, he was the first mover I saw that seemed like really like effortless. I don't know. Fluent, like, he just like had steez or whatever. Like yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. He had, he had what's known as steez in the game, and like he had really cool trick selection. And I just liked the things he did more than I liked. Um, just what I had seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I'd give some shout out to, to just everyone at apex, like in that career, like, I mean, everyone that the OG apex, yeah. like the gremlins, like, um, people that he, heading up those programs, like, you know, Amos helped me discover like more ways to fall properly. That certainly helped. Yeah. Um, but I would say without a doubt, like the biggest influence was Dylan. Um, because Dylan, was just so gnarly that like to train with him was just like to always be <clears throat> pushing myself like and that's what I really liked the most about the sport mm-hmm. and like I would always just kind of like try to be around people that pushed me yeah you know and so all the people that so I mentioned you liked that you pushed liked me. Being I liked around being... him even though it kind of put you on edge right like um I felt like yeah you, yeah you I were felt... gonna be in for some shit I was like yeah let's like it, 
Well, I just I, I just wanted to learn from people that I thought were the best, and I thought mm-hmm. that Dylan was the best. Yeah, I was just like, he's the best. I want to like be around him and like learn. I want and, him to be my dad. <laughs> I want him to be my dad. My parkour and so dad. I was like, if if I can if I can just be, I, I'm a, I'm a visual learner as much as I am like an auditory learner, and so mm-hmm. like just training with people has always been the way that I progress the most, and there was so much to gain from like just spending time, you know, just, Oh, seeing how he broke down challenges, seeing like his technique on things. And like the mental aspect was always what excited me most about parkour and taking things to height. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I never really thought that I could get there. And then once I started doing it, I was like, Holy shit, it's accessible to anyone. You know, like it actually yeah. is accessible to fucking anybody. You get yourself into these mind states, you can do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, what do you remember about like getting into the mind states? Like, do you remember like any things that would like help trigger you? I just realized that like, oh, it's just like, I just remember that just like, it's, it's all about just taking the baby step. Just literally like, instead of thinking about it more and talking about it more, just like, can I get into a cat hang on this wall Yeah, and then look at the cat back? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Just look at it from that position. Mm -hmm. Like do the thing that you're scared to do still of maybe like it was kind of scary just to climb down into a cat hang sometimes. But if I can do that, then I'm like, all right, I'll just do that. No, no expectations, no like commitment. And then when I get in the cat hang and I'm like, oh fuck, it's right there. Yeah. I can do this. So like that, that was mostly just like stop building things up and start breaking things down, you mm-hmm. know, just like start breaking. What's the smallest chunk that you can, what's the smallest bite that you can take off and chew right now? Bite yeah. it off and chew it and see what happens. That's great. No, that's super good. Like that's, that's a super good approach. Cause people like a lot of times people like to talk, <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. like to start talking about a challenge and you're like, sometimes it's worse to sit there and talk about it because oh, yeah. you guys aren't going to do anything. You're just going <laughs> to talk it up and make it worse and then maybe just leave or something. It's like, it's always like, even if everybody there is horrified, yeah, you being brave enough to take the first baby step and then like influence all them to realize it's possible. And like, Oh, maybe I can take a baby step. Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel bad for putting myself in the position of someone who wants to do this challenge for real, yeah. but maybe doesn't know if they can do it or can't do it yet. You know, a lot of people won't even get on that cat hang because they tell themselves like, well, what's the point of doing the cat hang if I'm never going to do the second part? And you go, mm-hmm. well, you can't even do the second part until you do the first part, yeah. but you're letting yourself never do the first part because <laughs> you say you'll never do the second part. Big is, time. Yeah. And then, you know, becoming friends with Dylan and stuff also helped me realize again, like anyone can do it. Like that mm-hmm. was like the act, like you realize that they're a person. They're not just like a fucking God. Yeah. You know, which oh, a monkey that, man luckily God. I knew that already he moves going like a monkey man. He moves God. like a monkey man. But God. is he? You know, I think like being kind a little of. bit older of a, uh, like being just older, getting into the support mm-hmm. helped me just kind of like push past like some of like the, the bullshit of like, oh man, like uh, I didn't, I never really cared how I was going to look. I was like over being embarrassed by things more for the most part. I was over just like, whatever, just scrutiny. Um, so and I like, it like was I've such always... an accepting community. It was like mm-hmm. so easy to like be myself in the parkour yeah. community. Cause there's like so little judgment, Yeah, you know, back then, especially it was like so young. It was just like, fucking do whatever you'd want to do. Be, yeah. be you. Um, so it was just like a really good spot. Like I just felt like I could just send it, <laughs> you know, for lack of a better term. No, but, that's cool. 
Yeah, man. I don't know. Shout out to all the people that made me uh, stronger. Much love, guys. And then Dante, you're actually one of these people. You know, I mean, I wouldn't put you on the same tier as Dylan, maybe, because we just didn't get to train as much yeah, when we no, were younger. But like, that's but the thing you, is, I don't spend that much time with a lot of people. You did teach me a very, very valuable lesson, like the first time we trained, basically, and yeah. I smashed my fucking foot into a wall. Good because, times. like, again, like I saw you, and I was like, "This guy's really good. I want to like train with him and see how." Uh, see how what i can learn real quick you know from training with somebody with this much experience See, and that's like something growing up for me is like i know people have that mindset Mm -hmm. so it's like that's why i've had like more struggles with like uh like embarrassing myself or something yeah i mean it's like i uh, once i knew people knew who i am then yeah it's like i i know that they're like if you don't know who someone is you're not really going to judge what they're doing Mm -hmm. but if people know who you are the second you show up somewhere you know that people are already judging everything you do and it's like yeah, that kind of stuff like always made it a little weirder for me. Yeah. But yeah, because of that, it makes you want to rise to their expectations as well. So it's like, if I know that you're like trying to test me that way, I'm like, all right, let's see what you got. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. And I, I think, um, that's one of the fun things about, you know, iron sharpens, sharpens iron. It's just like, I want to see if I can, I want to see if I can sharpen you back. Ideally, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to be able to give back to the people that help, help me out. Oh yeah. And so and I would imagine that you have given back to like, I mean, it's in the parkour community, you do a parkour podcast. So like you give yeah, back in trying. so many ways. We try and like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Done in the so meantime. much for my training and stuff too. So, well, yeah, I'm trying baby. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like for the first time me and Dante were training together, I was like, Oh shit. Like I was, he was known for his free running. Not so much his parkour. Everybody likes but to call me a tricker. Everyone likes to say that shit, but I was like fascinated because you were you were not training flips or anything that day. You were doing like mostly jumps and vaults and shit. And I was like, oh, I mean, it was like the, he's nasty. I mean, it was that gym, dude. It this, was that gym, baby. Yeah. And uh, so I tried this fat double Kong with you. Like we were doing like going challenges and, you know, I was like, oh shit, like this is dope. I'm feeling pushed. I'm like doing things I wasn't going to do today or maybe I didn't think I you could do. You were just like working the desk or something that day, right? I was just working the desk, like, baby. We, it was just like, I don't even remember what's happened. It was like maybe me, Jason or somebody. But yeah, we just like, I don't know what we were doing. I just, you were just kind of booling around at the front desk and you're like, hey guys. I'm an opportunist, I guess, in some ways where no, I was, was just awesome. like, oh, these guys aren't going to be here every day. I feel the good energy. Let's, let's put, let's go for <laughs> That's it. That's so funny. And then I just fucking <laughs> did this, you did this fat double Kong and, uh, under I wasn't a bar under yeah. a bar and I wasn't quite ready for it, but I was kind of in this, in this mode of my training where I was like, well, I was like, just fascinated with like kind of pushing past my limits or perceived limits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this was kind of up until that point. Like the, this was the first time it really went wrong for me. Yeah. I'd like built a lot of momentum, like over the course of actually like eight months to a year, maybe well, yeah. every time I, mean, I like I chose might've to even, push. I might've even known who you were. Cause like, I don't know if your video came out by then. Oh yeah, maybe. But like, I remember around that time, like you'd gotten on my radar pretty hard. Oh, you know I, mean? I just don't know if it was before or after. Hey, you know, the reputation <laughs> precedes me. But yeah. I remember just being like, every time I chose to push into the unknown, yeah, I had like been good with that decision. Like it had worked out the way I, I more or less expected it to. Mm-hmm. And then I was like taking like increasing like 
bigger bets, like a little oh, bit bigger okay. bets. Like, like how no, much? I know that how far, sometimes how far when can you're I like, push into you're it. Like, yeah. Wow, it's worked out this it's time. Keep, worked out this time. Out, worked out this time. Out. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna keep pushing that line, and then you get set back. And then yeah, <laughs> so I had to go for this double Kong, and I fucking smack my feet on the bar, like going up off the first wall, and so then my body starts rotating yeah, towards the wall. You did the double Kong extend super hard. Yeah. Nailed it. And yeah, that's what I was focusing on not doing. I thought my fucking foot was broken. I was like, oh, I just broke my foot for sure. I went to the hospital. And then and I was probably just like, all right, later. Yeah, you like, just peaced out. And I was just like, <laughs> didn't even know you that well. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know your last name, probably. Like, nope. All right, we got to go. Uh, luckily, I got that workman's comp before that hospital bill. But, nice. Because uh, I was working the front desk. Mm. Holla. But, uh, and nothing was broken. But yeah, that was like a super valuable thing. I was like, oh, like, I, you got to make sure you don't get caught up in, in like the, you know, the, first of all, just taking riskier things all, yeah. or like just trying to compare yourself like to, to somebody who has any amount of experience and like thinking, well, I hit, they hit this challenge. Maybe I, I can hit this challenge. Like, yeah. just like all these Especially things that kind of like, don't know them. Yeah. Like if Man, we had if, never trained together, yeah, that like, was literally it's, it's, the first like, time. That's a great mentality to have with somebody to train with all the time. Yeah, for sure. You, because then it's like an extension of yourself. You're like, I almost have a little training clone to my side. That's mm-hmm. done a lot of the challenges, seen a lot of the things, had a lot of the same experiences. So now we can test the variables of our different genetic makeup or whatever, nurture, na- whatever, yeah. nurture nature and see, but we know it's going to be pretty similar if we've done all these things similarly before, but yeah, when, if you apply that mentality to somebody you just met because yeah, no, maybe I, that's the only training mentality you had or yeah, or maybe I had a little something. bit of an ego going that day. Who knows what was going on, but like all of that played in and it was like super valuable. And, and since then I'd been like more reserved about my betting, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, it's worked out for the most part. Like those bets at least never have like, Usually I haven't betting, gotten, in, I haven't gotten injured in that way. Pay I, off yeah, no, I haven't gotten injured in that way since. Yeah. I've gotten injured from like lack of air, like focus. And like, mm-hmm. usually it comes from having done something and then going back to clean it up. And that's yeah. when I lose my focus. No, like, yeah, the injury, ego injuries are huge. Uh, not only are you spraining your ankle, but you're also shattering your own <laughs> self worth <laughs> and your, your model of how you like to view yourself in the world all at once. <sighs> it, it can, it can be hard. It can be sometimes. good for you though. I it think can, it's it, good. Oh, it can be great for having you. your ego blasted in half or completely obliterated is, is one of the best experiences. All, it all depends on how, yeah, that's true. Because some people, it's not a, some people's ego takes a punch and then it gets stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh You're yeah. Like, oh, it fights back. And now I need to find five ways to like lie to myself to make that untrue. You know what I mean? And then they get more in their own little world. But if you actually, you know, cleave off a piece or something, then yeah, that's good. That's good work. Yeah. Nice ego check, dude. Thanks for slapping my ego with a fucking nice. You slapped your own ego backhand. because your ego I, is what made you did it. I, I didn't go up true. there and go, "Can you do it?" <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is true. But you were instrumental in yeah. my. Uh, I was. My I was own just doing my, I was just keeping you're it just interesting training. and you're fun. just doing your fucking thing. I was keeping it interesting yeah. and fun. Yeah, I lost. I lost sight of my own my own goals. Yeah, it but happens. It happens. It happened to me. You guys just heard it here. What about you, man? Before we wrap up, I want to hear your fucking training heroes or biggest influences. That's weird. I mean, like right now, I really like uh, Madias Meyer. Oh yeah, I like watching all of his stuff, and I just, yeah, I just like the way he does things. I don't know, like he's inspiring to watch. When I watch him, I actually want to go out and train more, which is like I don't know what I try to find when I watch videos. Mm-hmm. It's like, does this make me want to? do this and it's like there's some videos that makes me just straight want to go out even if i don't feel that great which is like 
Showing up is half the battle. Showing up, baby. So, yeah, I really like his stuff a lot. Growing up, uh, I really, really uh, loved 3 Run and Daniel Abaca when I was like, you know, a wee tyke, 13. Oh, yeah. You know, this is like the first big athletes that I knew of. So, like, 3 Run, Daniel Abaca, I thought I watched all their videos and just thought they were really uh, cool and they were kind of pushing the game. But then, like, when it came to personal training, then yeah, like big ones would be like uh, Dan Teal. Dan Teal, which is the I legend. I started with him, and he trained for you know probably like I don't know, it felt like seven or eight years, um, and he was just really good. So like he would do stuff before me, and then I'd want to do it, or like we could. A big thing is having someone around your level to train with and feel good with. Like me and him never really felt competitive towards each other in a bad way because we knew that nobody else was training on the level we were. So like we mm-hmm. really felt good. Like we could confide in each other because like we only understood some things that nobody else did. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't really get like super, like we didn't ever take it, you know, we didn't get competitive that much towards each other. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, like all my friends from when I started, you know, even the ones that don't train that much now, just all of them were, they all, they're all doing their own things. They're all like practicing and like having that group around. It's like, I always came from like the people that we just go to a spot and start being friends. Like we're friends. So we're just going to do what friends do. Mm-hmm. And then like training would always come naturally because of the spot we went to, but it wasn't about like, let's do these things today. It was like, let's just hang out because yeah. we like each other's company and that's the, and that's it's the key. To- it's free <laughs> and nobody cares. Like, and we have energy and we're expending, like it's not hurting anybody. Like it's a good hobby to have when you're young. Big time. Um, so a lot of that. And then, uh, yeah, as I started teaching kids and stuff, like when I started, you know, getting a little older than like Ross, uh, I'd started teaching him when he was 12 and he, once he started getting taller, like he was doing challenges with me. Mm-hmm. So like me and him, like he was like Dan to me in that way where it's like, now I have somebody that I can challenge myself with and challenge them and we can learn from each other and do high level stuff. And like, he's passionate, which is a big part of it. You know, you can't try and keep someone chugging along if they're not, they have to have their own fire. Yeah. Like, but someone else's fire can easily help make your fire, you know, bigger. Um, and, but sometimes you got to cultivate the flame. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, like just tons of people up in Boulder and Denver and all the apex people, because like when I started meeting them and going through the certification and meeting like you and I, I met Dylan earlier, obviously, and like Amos and Ryan and Rob Schill and like just everybody. And now there's so many more people like Sean Higgins and it's insane. Jared and Hulu and all these people that are just like super fun to go out and train with. But like. For me, yeah, it's never been about, like, I don't want to train with people because of what they do or, like, anything like that. I just want to train with people because I like the people. And yeah. I, and if you like the people, you'll like what they produce. But uh, I, I don't look at what people produce and take that as a good person because some people can do really cool stuff and really nice stuff, but I don't jive with them at all. So, like, I'm not going to want to train with them or I won't have a good time mm-hmm. uh, unless it's, you know, just the kind of people that are fun to be around and like, you know, not taking it too seriously. Mm. Yeah, dude. I think that was like maybe something that I wish I would have, I don't know. I actually, I feel like that I'm the same way. Like for mm-hmm. me, it's like, I want to go spend time with friends and then training if it happens is awesome. Yeah. But like, you know, I definitely did want to like be around the people that I wanted to push me. And then if we became friends, 
Oh yeah, no. All when the when better. I was younger, it was of course, like, yeah, I like me, idolized if, people like unhealthily oh, yeah. and like yeah, no, but for, stalk like them you gotta and, figure you know, that out early be... on. I guess the earlier the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I feel you big time because it's like I don't want to go train anymore even at all like i'm like i want to go hang out well no with yeah people, I mean, and then if it, it we are outside negative, training it's all good it can be a negative uh conditioning if like you go hey guys let's go train and then you have this expectation in your mind of effort so yeah. it's literally somebody like or yourself just saying hey you want to go expend a bunch of effort but it's like <laughs> the thing that's so magical about parkour is like you never realize, oh, I'm jumping as hard as I can. I'm running as fast as I can. I'm holding on to this thing. You never not think about any of that stuff when you're doing it because you're just having pure fun. Yeah. So it's like, it's really like you want to just say, I want to show up like somewhere and like try and That's keep the it group. a positive the group will connotation. Get me out for sure. Yeah. That's like when the, the Apex Pro Team training days were like, always like just all right i guarantee it's going to be a good time because like at least all my friends are showing up we're yep. gonna hang out yeah merm like Agreed. we used to just always get together and it was yeah, like we need to have right, more colorado i'm jams. gonna be hanging out with knox <laughs> and dylan and whoever else shows up that's already it's an impossibly it's impossible for it to be a bad time exactly because i'm like i'm hanging out with my boys yeah so you know and then invariably you get fucking gnarly yeah <laughs> you know but like that's life that's that life but yeah, man, I'm I'm more I'm just super down to to be chilling now. I'm like, I just haven't even been training. Sometimes I just go to hang out now for yeah. the most part. No, that's good. Well, but that's it's the, the same. Thing. It's, it's like, the same thing. It's just like I just not motivated. Training, like if you do parkour, and you're planning to ever continue parkour, you're always training. Like everything you do is training. Like if I'm sitting in this chair, I'm resting right now for my next session. Like if I'm doing the dishes or like playing a video game or watching something, it's like I'm. I'm still practicing something that I'm going to apply to myself that's, that will invariably like come out through my parkour because that's my expression. Mm -hmm. So it's like everything that you're putting in is going to help a little bit of what comes out. And uh, yeah, it's it, like if you go and get, you know, the things you like, you know, having that group of friends or whatever, you're still, you know, cultivating the stuff that you want for yourself, even if it's not the exact expectation of, Oh, I should only get this if I go jump on a rail too. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? And I mean, sometimes you can get the same hormones and feelings from a training session. If you literally just go up and stand on something high for a while and then you just look around and then after a while you just go home. <laughs> Like, yeah. like you're not going to have the same mental, oh, I did this and this and this. But when it comes to the experience of how you felt, yeah, it's not that much different. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, like often the best training moments or like days when you're out exploring with whatever with your homies, buddies. And random stuff happens. It's, it's the random expect. shit. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, oh, you remember that weird dude that we, the homeless guy that we had to like get chased down by or something because yeah. he was like being wild in Denver <laughs> or... I don't know. Just it's also like, I don't know. It's the difference between when you go to sleep at night and you're thinking, all right, tomorrow we're going to this spot. We're doing this thing. And we already know that's my least favorite thing versus to do. tomorrow. I'm waking up and I'm gathering with people and we're going to go in a direction. You know what yeah. I mean? Keep it vague. You can't, then before you go to sleep that night, you're not going to be thinking, okay, how am I going to do this? I'm stressed out about this and this. And, this. and then when you wake up, I, you know, you're just saying, okay, I have simple goals. I'm going to fulfill my simple goals and that's going to get you where you are. Whereas when we already have everything covered, we like to make up new 
little things to imagine and worry and stress out over because that's what our brains do, I guess. <laughs> Good old brains. Yep. When we don't have anything to figure out, we're like, yep, time to make some stuff to figure out. So when you set stuff in the future, because we can perceive it, then yeah, you're like, all right, time to start, st time to start setting my expectations of how the future's supposed to go. Oh like, my God. That's why my favorite thing always has been to go into unexplored territory. Mm -hmm. I want to get my homies together. I don't like to train by myself as much because I really feed Me off neither. the energy of when like other people. Myself, and I just like, want to be I, like stoking. I, I hate people looking at me. Yeah. Um, so like I, I, I don't like being watched when I train. Like I almost always feel awkward. I like to listen to music to like make it less awkward for mm -hmm. me, but I, I'd like to think I'm a hyper aware person. And even if I try to turn my brain off, like it's You're very gonna hard to not acknowledge people are staring at me because they yeah. are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then also, yeah, just training by yourself. It's hot. Uh, especially when it's hot, like it's nice to go back and forth with your friends or if you want to film something like, Hey, I'll film your attempt. Do you film my attempt? Like, yeah, sometimes it's hard to pace yourself when you're on your own. So yeah, you won't yeah. have super long training sessions because you're not taking time to talk to your friends. You're not taking time to watch other people do stuff. You're just kind of going, going, going. And then, and then you finish and you're really tired and you're like, Oh God, it's rare that I'm like, yeah, cheesed <laughs> about like training on myself by myself. But sometimes I, I just do it when I do it. It's I like, like it's always on plan. It's always, again, it's, it's still in a spontaneous moment. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I'm here. I'm doing it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I don't necessarily set again, an intention to go out and just, Maybe I'll go walk around. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go for a walk and for then me, I might go train. It's all about the feeling or the, the kind of question that your brain or your body is posing to you. When mm -hmm. you have that feeling, you say like, you know, do I actually want to train when I, you know, you're like, okay, I have no friends to train with and I'm telling myself I should go out and train. <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe you just want to film something. So you just want to be creative. Yeah. Is there something else you can do creatively as opposed to go force a session so you can make a little clip out of it and edit it or, you know, and a lot of people, yeah, when it comes to like training by themselves, they're just like, they're trying to, it, it feels like they're forcing it, you know, and, and, and it's <laughs> Except like, for Shade's lat. Yeah. Well, here's the Shade's other thing too. Shade's lat is, is the uh, most epic solo trainer of all time in my uh, opinion. For me, at least, if it feels more like exercise and not a creative outlet, then I'm like, oh, okay, I have energy. I want to train right now. I could just do like push ups and squats and that's yeah, foam roll and stretch and like jump on a trampoline or something. Like, I don't need to go to a spot, go through the whole rigmarole of all I do for a session. Because like the truth is I like I I don't want the whole session like there's just a little thing I need to tick in my brain and like sometimes you have to find ways to rewire that or whatever because because yeah it can be depressing to go especially if you don't listen to music and you go train by yourself a lot like it's nice to get the solitude and stuff but it's 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 kind of depressing I feel like <laughs> you know what I mean like it's, I think it's fascinating what you decide to do creatures. when you're when you're alone that's true I think that's the only thing I really like about it is I'm like huh i wonder because like, without any of the noise without anyone else there mm -hmm. it's really not that different but you know you just kind of like 
I guess like you just there's no one there to be like oh well let's keep going I want to go this way mm-hmm. you just so when you see something you just go and do it and then when you're bored you just pick up and leave like I find like I, I hop around a lot more when mm-hmm. I'm solo I just like am, oh yeah I don't like stay in one spot for very long because yeah, I'm just no, like when I get, there's nothing keeping me here like there's that, no reason for like, me to I'll go I'll just longboard and then I'll just oh, find yeah. myself at a spot and kind of be like whatever then just longboard somewhere else you know and, and it it satiates that feeling i don't know what it is what like biological human feeling it is where it's like i need to travel i need to cover ground i need I to need watch to my legs moving <laughs> you know but i definitely get that and yeah just like kind of covering distance it's like i feel like that's a uh, it's almost like you need to eat you need to get sunshine you need to get like vitamins like covering distance is something that humans should do you shouldn't stay cooped up anywhere for too long no no i agree it's it's not good for you not at all and uh i'm getting i'm feeling a little cooped up right now so i'm thinking maybe we could head head out and hit the fucking dusty trail right now i'll be down and uh see what happens you're going to art of retreat soon right i am going to art of retreat in a week and change are you excited uh I'm yeah never i'm gone. super excited uh i love being around i like i like i, I like my routine I when i'm here but like i like leaving yeah just like you're saying like i like exploring i like going covering distance just seeing more and uh you know it gets i've known in boulder so well for so long that mm-hmm. you know for me it feels like if i can get any opportunity if there's reasons for me to go somewhere else if I feel, I feel even remotely drawn to it, springs. I'm down. So, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about going out there. Uh, I don't know who's all going to be out there, but I'm excited to just just enjoy the event. It's going to be way different. Last year it was in New York. That was the first time I went. Mm-hmm. And this year it's going to be, like, actually a retreat, like, in the woods, like, outside of Seattle somewhere. Really? So See, I think I we're going to be in, like, log cabins and shit. like, a week or two after it. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that it was coming up or anything. Well damn son yeah that's cool though it's an actual retreat yeah it's an actual retreat and uh it's just like i'm fascinated with it because i don't necessarily fit into um like uh, not not fit in but just like i feel like they that community like i was my first time there last last year Mm -hmm. and i was like oh shit like this has been going on for a while like obviously these guys like they really come and meet up and like talk about the issues with parkour Mm -hmm. and like try to help the community and like do some things that like I've been more just feeling like there wasn't as much unification. It makes me feel Mm -hmm. like there's actually more unification and collaboration within the community, which I like to, to see. And, you know, the fact that I got invited back is really huge for me. I'm like, they they want me to be, be continuing to be a part of that. Um, and I'll try to get some, uh, episodes out there, I think, cause Definitely I know that there's going to be some be good to. guests out there. Um, you know, Rafe Kelly is out there. Oh dude. Yeah. The that'd tree, be a good one. The tree master, um, tree runner. He shaved his beard a while ago. Shaved his beard. So he's not going to be looking as Cro-Magnon as, <laughs> well, he's, as once probably before. Back. Who knows? Um, but there's going to be lots of other people out there. I think Dylan Poland is another one that I saw on the, dude, the guest list. Dude, have you ever list. hung out with Dylan Poland? I've not. Hang out with I've Dylan Poland. I've hung out with dude. Dylan Poland, but only like at NPC and like different events. You need, there's like you other need like to, there's like 30 you need other to people around. Hang out with him, dude. And like I, I love that guy. I, I know love that, that guy. I want to get him on the podcast. I want to hang out with. I mean, there's just going to be so many people there. Maybe it'll be someone like really you know caitlin pontrella puts this whole event together mm-hmm. she's a fascinating and like inspiring yeah. individual like i know that you know if she has time she probably doesn't i'd like to get her on <laughs> because she's 
you know, she is like a true leader in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether she like would admit that or not, you know, it, it's like a parkour leadership conference in some ways. And I don't like necessarily feel like I'm a leader. Like I don't necessarily want that that role. Mm-hmm. But um, I do it's want nice to like to be know in, though and be in the know of like. But yeah, it's, and it's be a part of it. It's, it's nice to be a part of it, and like ultimately. <laughs> I have to be realistic. Like if I'm going to have a podcast that talks about parkour, it's important to have these things paid attention <laughs> yeah. to. You're like, I don't want to be ignorant as shit. And like, I'm interested in it anyways. Yeah. Um, I just like, I'm, I'm hyped to be out there and I just love traveling. Like again, what, what can go, what could possibly not be fun? It's a bunch of people that I, a lot of them I know and love. Dylan Poland's going to be there. Dylan Poland's going to be there. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Even if I, again, like it's all the, it's all part of the journey, baby. Anything that like challenges me, I like to, I like to go into the unknown. I like to test myself against whatever is out there. So yeah, no, maybe there'll be some be struggles. Fun. I doubt it. I think it's just going to be a good time for the it's most part. It's probably going to be fun. Yeah. It but, was super uh, fun last year. Lots of laughs. I mean, the parkour community never disappoints. Are you going by yourself or are you going with anybody? Uh, I'm basically going by myself. Well, I'm not going by myself. I'm going by myself. Like I'm flying out mm-hmm. with my own, you know, tickets that I made and booking mm-hmm. booked myself. But Amos will be out there, so you know, there's be another rep- I feel representative like I seen from Amos Colorado. Forever. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's been a minute, probably. I mean, he's I've seen him here and there. But... He's been putting together his course for EDU, and oh, so okay. that's taking up a good chunk of that makes his time. Sense. Um, but you know, I'm gonna try to get him on. The, yeah, he he's down to do the podcast once that course is probably finished. He's gonna come on as well. Sick, that should be fun. So, I think that's maybe it from Colorado that I know of. But there probably I mean, there might be other people going out. Who knows? Okay, thirty states represented is what I read. Wow, and then other countries too. That's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the sound of me feeling sick of sitting down. How long has it been? I don't know. It's probably been plenty though, because who gives a shit how long it's been? It's getting hot, dude. It's been so hot, like every day. It's been way too hot. September. I'm trying to keep this tan going from Burning Man. Yeah, dude. Holy shit! It's actually been super long. It's been one of the longest episodes yet. Whoops. Hour forty. What the fuck? That flew by, dude. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) We love you guys. Thanks for listening to us. Shit shoot the shit about <laughs> chlamydia and parkour what a uh, great starter what a great what dude. a great opener usually we start with the fucking you know the the more serious and then we hit the poop and pee area at the end we started this with time it, we got started past it, it got past and it and then took it to the serious area i kind of wish we stayed with it uh, whatever <laughs> i'll be back all right we'll have a, we'll see you soon much love for watching and listening we'll see you guys next week later bye